It's your boy Tim and Jameer back at it again with another episode of the Hate It or Love It podcast. And I wasn't going to do like a full, like, you know, all out episode today because I think I said it before in my last episode. As of me filming this, tomorrow is going to be the day that we're going to be shooting my short film. So, you know, I didn't want to use all my equipment on the show this week, but I still wanted to give you all a little something so that y'all could still have something to watch and listen to, you know, for the people that really check out the podcast. And for today, I felt like doing something special. And this is a topic that a lot of people have been talking about. As you can see in the title, I'm going to be ranking my favorite Drake out. Actually, no, not even my favorite. We're just going to be ranking all of Drake's projects from worst to best. And, you know, if you guys personally know me, you know that I love rap. I love hip hop. This is like, you know, something that I really, you know, pay attention to a lot, especially with Drake, since he's one of the best artists to come out of this new generation. A lot of people may debate it whether he's one of the best. But truth be told, men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. There's obviously. Well, then again, your numbers don't always represent that you're good, but for someone that stayed on top of the game like Drake has, I feel like you have to have some type of skill or have some type of knowledge of making great work to stay at that top point. Like not everybody that stays at the top is horrible. Like there's people actually, no, I really can't think of anybody at the top that I really think is horrible. All right. I'm getting on a whole nother rant, but pretty much Drake has stayed throughout the years he kept his position for like the past like 10 to 11 years he's been on top for a very long time so he's an artist that a lot of people pay attention to and today i just want to rank all his projects from my personal worst to best and listen to what i just said my personal worst to best i'm a i'm someone that has a lot of unpopular opinions so there is a very good chance that some of my rankings you're not going to agree with. As a matter of fact, I have one ranking on this list that I know a lot of people will get mad, especially if you guys listen to Drake. So, yeah, without further ado, let me get to it because I'm not trying to waste too much time on this. Um, like I said, I got to set up for this movie afterwards, but I still wanted to give you all something. So, all right, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Before I continue, I know I was saying let's get into it. But before I continue, I just want to say that I will not be counting his mixtapes as far as like ones that are not on streaming services. So comeback season and room for improvement. You know, I like those albums or I like those projects, but they're not on streaming services. And I'm just going to keep it strictly to the songs and albums that are on streaming services. So now Let's get into it. And at number 15, I have Dark Lane Demo Tapes. And yeah, Dark Lane Demo Tapes, which is crazy because if you ask me like off opinion without even like sitting here ranking them, I would have said, um, I personally would have said, honestly, never mind if I say like my least favorite Drake albums, you know, just talking to somebody. But me sitting down actually having to rank these projects. Yeah, sadly, Dark Lane Demo Tapes just reaches the bottom. And it's not even because the album is like bad per se, but this is the reason why it's at the lowest, because I have no desire to continue the album. 
I just don't. And it's not like there isn't any good songs on here. Like, Toosie Slide, as much as people, like, shit on Toosie Slide, besides the hook, the verses really has some of Drake's best rapping in a while at the time when that song came out. Um, Chicago Freestyle is another song that's really good. Not To You featuring Chris Brown, War. Like, there's actually songs on here that's really not bad. But the project was kind of boring. Like... You know, at a certain point, I just started to get bored. And, you know, honestly, I forget that Dark Lane Demo Tapes even came out. Like, I was watching a lot of people's ranked videos on Drake. And I even seen this one video on TikTok where they were going through the different eras of Drake. And I was sitting here pointing out, oh, this person didn't get the Honestly Nevermind days. But I forgot about the Dark Lane Demo Tapes days. And part of the reason why... People, you know, might forget the album or not really talk about it as much. It's just because it wasn't really a big rollout. Drake wasn't really trying to do anything big with this project. So he just put it out. And then it came out around the time of the pandemic in 2020. And I think that's a time that a lot of people really want to forget. So, yeah, Dark Lane Demo Tapes. It's not that the album is like fully bad, but it's just not interesting enough for me to continue it. And honestly, if I can't, you know, if I can't get through it, then that might just be worse than being bad. Because at least something being bad I can get through because there's like, oh my gosh, how much worse can this really get? Like, it got to get better. But if you're just boring the shit out of me, then you're just boring. That's basically it. Next, at number 14, I have Certified Lover Boy. Now, Certified Lover Boy is also in the same category of Dark Lane demo tapes where I just can't finish it. And this is the difference between Dark Lane demo tapes and Certified Lover Boy. I couldn't finish Certified Lover Boy not because I was bored, but because I just found the album bad. Like, it was just bad. And I know that kind of contradicts what I was saying before, but man, did Drake really let me down with this album. Now, the other reason that it is over Dark Lane demo tapes is also because the highs on this album are really high, but damn will the lows be really fucking low. But as far as the highs on this album, you got Champagne Poetry, you got Poppy's Home, Girls Want Girls, which is my favorite song on the album, which I know a lot of people will not like. In the Bible was cool. Love All Jay-Z was really good on there. Fair Trade was all right. Way too sexy. Like the the highs are really high. And then, you know, No Friends in the Industry, Knife Talk, 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. But then you get songs like TSU, Pipe Down, Way Too Sexy. I think I might have just said that, that I liked it. But I only like it because of how bad it is. But it's one of those songs that are so bad that's like it's enjoyable. But a lot of other songs are just bad to the point where I just don't even want to listen to the rest of the album no more. At some point, I just gave up and started clicking through songs that has features that I wanted to listen to or songs with interesting titles. Like I still have never finished the album to this day and I do not want to continue it just because it was not an enjoyable listen. It really wasn't. And it got to the point where I was like, all right, like I don't want to listen to this shit no more. So Certified Lover Boy is over Dark Lane Demo Tapes just because, you know, it's had a lot of highs. And the songs that I said were in the highs category, I still go back to. Champagne Poetry, Poppy's Home, especially Girls Want Girls, I still go back to those songs. But 
oh man, Certified Lover Boy was just a bad album, but at least it didn't bore me, which is why it's over Dark Lane demo tapes. At number 13, I have Honestly Nevermind, and Honestly Nevermind is one of the worst Drake albums. It's kind of my go-to bad Drake album when people ask me what is my worst Drake album, but like I said, sitting down and having to actually think about it and rank them, I have to say, honestly, never mind, has to go over Certified Lover Boy, just because, don't get me wrong, the album was bad, but it wasn't bad to the point where it pissed me off. Like, I know that sounds very weird. I hope I, I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. But while the album was bad, there was it was still bearable enough to get through. And there is songs that I I mean, surprisingly, as much as I say I hate this album, there is songs that I actually you know can go back to. A keeper, sticky especially Jimmy Cooks, like Sticky and Jimmy Cooks are really good songs and would have been better on a better like rap album or something. And okay, my problem isn't that Drake didn't make a rap album. If Actually, for a long time, I've been wanting an album where Drake was fully singing. But this album made me realize, Tevin, that's not what you really want because Drake is not that great of a singer. There is one point on the album where he uses autotune and he sounds completely horrible. So hearing songs like Sticky and Jimmy Cooks on here definitely helps the album a lot and not to mention the reason that it is over Certified Lover Boy and and Dark Lane Demo Tapes is also because some of the songs that I do consider good like Jimmy Cooks, Sticky and um and A Keeper are songs that I would say if it was on those other albums would be some of the best songs on there, especially Sticky. Like, Sticky is my shit. But yeah, um, honestly, Nevermind was not a good album at all. And there's people out here still trying to, def trying to defend it to this day, especially trying to say like, oh, Drake did something new. You got to give him credit for that. Just because you do something new doesn't mean that it's always going to wind up being good. So I'm sorry, but honestly, Nevermind is not a good album, no matter how you guys try to spin it. But if you guys enjoy it, I mean, hey, maybe you guys, maybe your ears are better at listening to bullshit than mine is, but this just isn't good. At number 12, I have Views, and Views, I would honestly say, out of all the Drake albums, is my most is my most decisive, or not decisive, divisive album. Like, I completely was at a conflict with myself when I was listening to this album, because, you know, this was, this was what that whole era of Drake was leading up to when he was dropping, if you're reading, this is too late when he was dropping what a time to be alive for a lot of his features and stuff like that. He kept repeating views and using, you know, Toronto lang lingo and stuff like that. And it seemed like everything was leading to this and I wanted it to be so good, but it was a very disappointing album, but let me put it like this. It was disappointing but it's not like it didn't have a lot of great moments in there. Keep the Family Close was a pretty good R&B, like, you know, intro. You With Me is another great song that I still go back to. Um, Hype, especially Western Road Flows, which honestly is my favorite song on the album. Faithful, Controller. Grammys is all right. I mean, I still go back to it time and time again. Pop Styled, Besides that horrible Channing Tatum bar, you know, Pop Style is a good one. Fire and Desire is like one of the best 
like R&B song. Actually, it probably is my favorite Drake R&B song that, of his discography. Fire and Desire is a really great song. Um, Hotline Bling was a big thing back in the day. Like, yeah, this album had a lot of great this album had a lot of great moments, which is why it's over all the other ones that I already mentioned. But Views was still very disappointing. And I just, you know, I think actually, okay. So one video that I watched before doing this ranking actually summed it up perfectly. The reason that this album kind of disappoints me is because Drake is not as introspective as he was earlier in his career or even on other projects leading up to this. And that's the sad thing. Like views, I got to give it this. He was going for an album that makes you feel like you're in Toronto. While I've never been to Canada, the album does give a very cold winter type feel, which I heard that's pretty much how Canada is. Like it gives a very winter-esque sound gives it that type of feel like when you listen to this album you're gonna feel like you're taken to the six which is a really good thing so it's not that this album wasn't it's not that this album is complete shit but it is okay like it has a really it has a lot of really good moments it does what it needs to do as far as like the aesthetic that he was going for so while I wouldn't really call this fully a concept album, he does somewhat execute the concept, but at the same time, there is a lot of disappointing factors that come with the album that it's like, all right, like I can't rank this any higher than, you know, where it's at. So at number 12, you got views. Number 11, you got For All the Dogs, his most recent release. Oh man. Okay. So. I think I talked about it. Yeah, I did talk about it um, two episodes ago where I honestly don't believe that For All the Dogs is as bad as people are saying. And honestly, besides her loss, this is some of the best Drake, you know, rapping that we've got in a long time. And For All the Dogs is an album that I have been going back to since it released. Is it the best Drake album after the views? You know, after the views era? No, I still actually I don't want to spoil what I feel like is the best album after views, but I would say that it is his best project in a while. And, you know, well, I should say his best solo project in a while because her loss is still better than this, but yeah, this album really isn't as bad to me as like a lot of people believe it is like Virginia beach is a good song. Amen. Uh, fear of heights, daylight, first person shooter, especially, um, ADM and Charlotte is like some of the best Drake rapping we had in years, which is crazy. Um, a lot of people is hating on Rich Baby Daddy, but I like Rich Baby Daddy. Even his more slower songs like, um, oh, I can't even go without mentioning What Would Pluto Do? That's my shit. But he has other slower songs on the album like Members Only, Tried Our Best, and Slime You Out with Scissors. So there is a lot to take away from this album, and I do feel like this album is a lot better than a lot of people give it credit for. Maybe it's just an album that, you know, over time people will learn to appreciate, but for right now people are going to hate it. Now, as much as I am giving this album its praises, I also have to admit that a lot of the criticism that this album has been getting is also true at the same time. With Joe Budden's, you know, response that Drake hasn't matured, 
I'm not going to lie. As much as I like this album, it is very much true. When you listen to Drake's contemporaries like Logic, uh, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Drake is obviously not being as mature as, you know, the rest of them are. J. Cole's, um, what was his last album name? This is crazy because I actually love the album. But with J. Cole's last project, he shows maturity and he talks about, you know, his kids and, you know, his mindset now that he's older. Like, there's a lot of things that J. Cole talked touched on on his last project with Kendrick's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers that whole album was basically a therapy session where he's forced to confront his demons and all his past sins and become a better person so it's like when you listen to Drake's contemporaries they're definitely growing up more than Drake is and you know what let me put it like this I don't personally know Drake A lot of these other people may not personally know Drake. Who knows? On his day-to-day, he might actually have matured. But as far as the music you're making, it's not really giving us a good glimpse on whether you've matured or not as a person. Like, maybe you did behind the scenes, but as far as this album, you're sitting here dissing, like, people that... The beef ended so long ago. You're dissing Rihanna, who moved on and has two kids with ASAP Rocky. You're dissing X, and he's been dead since, like, 2019. Like, at some point, bruh... Oh, wait, no, 2018. But at some point, bruh, you gotta let this shit go. So... While I do love this album, or I won't say I love it, but as much as I do like this album, this is one where it does show somewhat of a concern for Drake in the future, and you just gotta kinda hope that he just grows up and matures. I wanna hear a mature Drake album. What does a Drake's version of 444 or Mr. Morale or The Off Season sound like? What does that sound like? Cause I would like to hear it. And Drake, you are too damn old to be talking about what your 20 something year old girlfriend is like doing on y'all vacation. I'm 25, I should be talking about that. You're damn near almost 40 and you're still talking about that like Drake. Come on, bro. You got to mature. So as much as I like this album, I do have to admit that some of the criticism is definitely warranted. So that is why for all the dogs is number 11. And then at number 10, we have Scorpion. Now, Scorpion is an album where, you know, that one also caught a lot of hate. But honestly, this is getting to more of the albums that I find decent or good. And Scorpion is actually a pretty good project to me. Is it great? No, but I do think it's a really good project. Like survival, nonstop, uh, God's plan. A lot of people hate I'm upset, but I like I'm upset. Mob ties. Can't take a joke is very fucking underrated. It is very underrated. Can't take a joke is like easily my top five favorite Drake songs of all time. If not top five, then it's definitely top ten. Like can't take a joke is a really great song. Um, Then you got songs like Nice for What. Uh, Blue Tint is is another like underrated song to me that is a really good song um after dark drake actually did his thing on this album and i can't fully say that you know this album was fully bad like there's a lot of bad moments especially when you make an album as long as 26 damn songs you're gonna find songs that aren't gonna hit with you like that but this album was really good and if you ask me if drake trimmed the fat This album could have honestly been as great as albums like Take Care or Nothing Was The Same. Like this album was actually really good, especially if especially if he took out the filler tracks, trim the fat. 
this album would have been up there with some of his greatest projects. So I'm standing by this album as much as people talk shit about it. I stand by it. Scorpion was a pretty decent project. So, all right. Next, we have nine, and that is What a Time to Be Alive. So, yeah, I can see this one kind of pissing people off, especially since I have it on the lower end of the list. But What a Time to Be Alive is still a great album to me. And something that a lot of people say that I usually think is bullshit, but I have to admit that this does play a factor into the album, is that when I hear people talk about what makes a Drake problem, I mean, problem what make a drake project so good is that it's it signifies a time in the person's life like when academics talk about like why drake is one of his favorite rappers he talks about how drake you know dropped that album around a special time in his life but for me drake actually did Drake and Future actually did make this album at a really special time in my life. 2015 was one of my favorite years in general, and it was um, the beginning of my junior year of high school, and that was one of the best times of high school for me, the beginning of my junior year. So when this album dropped, it was really like it really felt like what a time to be alive. Like Drake was coming off of, if you're reading this is too late and his Meek Mill beef future was coming off of uh, dirty Sprite too. And it's like, these two could not miss like this album was actually a really good album. But now here's my little problem with the album and why I can't rank it any higher. My main problem with this album is that while I do like it, it's it doesn't feel like a complete collab album. Like when I hear a collab album, I'm thinking of you are mixing this person's style with this other person's style, and you're making something that sounds like a perfect blend of you two style. And unfortunately, what a time to be alive doesn't do that for me it just doesn't do it now there is like a, f a few certain songs that sounds like a mixture of drake and future like diamonds dancing and jump man i can definitely and a little bit of i'm the plug i can somewhat hear you know a little bit of their styles in those three songs but for majority of it it just sounds like a future project with drake featuring on it the whole album like that was my main problem with it and that's why i don't i just can't love it as much as everybody else i really like the album actually i do think it is a great album it's really not that bad but the thing is for me is that it doesn't sound like the perfect drake and future collab it just sounds like a future album with a lot of drake features on it and unfortunately that's why i can't rank it any higher so you guys may disagree with me but when i listen to it it just pretty much just sounds like another future mixtape and drake was like hey let me just like hop on majority of the songs but hey a lot of great songs on here really it really captured a certain time in my life and when i listen to the album it really takes me back to that so yeah even though i said this doesn't feel like the perfect collab album that is really a slight negative compared to like how much i actually do like listening to this album so yeah number nine what a time to be alive and then at number eight we have her loss Drake's other collaborative album. Now, the reason that I put this one over it is because personally to me, 
this does actually sound like a true collab album between 21 Savage and Drake. And I feel like it's more better because Drake and 21 actually does a lot of work together. They spend a lot of time together. And hell, this past summer, they were on tour together. So it makes a lot of sense that they're able to blend their sounds more better. And then also with What a Time to Be Alive, I heard that that album got done in like a week or a weekend where her loss, I don't know how long it took them, but it definitely feels like they sat with this album a lot longer and made it as perfect as they could. Songs like Rich Flex, On BS, Privileged Rapper, Spin Bout You, Hours in Silence, Treacherous Twins, Pussy and Million, <laughs> Jumbotron shit jumping or popping, 3AM in Glenwood, I guess it's Fuck Me, more M's, like, yo, Middle of the Ocean was also some of Drake's best rapping in a long time, like, yo, this album has so many great songs on here that I can't even lie, like, this is a really great collab album, especially since they were able to find that sweet spot where it did sound like a Drake and 21 album together. Now, the reason I can't rank it any higher is just simply because I find the other projects that I ranked higher better, but Her Loss is actually a really good album, and like I said, after the whole Views era, I would probably say that this is Drake's second best album after Views, like this really was a good album, so Her Loss, go check that out if you haven't listened to it, and yeah, let's move on to the next one which number seven, some people may think this is kind of like a cheat for me putting this here, but I still consider it there. Um, number seven is Care Package. And Care Package is just a project where Drake compiled like a lot of loose songs, a lot of like singles or songs that, you know, he released throughout the years to build hype for like whatever albums he was working on. So yeah, Care Package it's really not like a complete body of work and that's why it can't go any higher to me than these other projects. But Care Package still has a lot of like my favorite Drake songs of all time. Like How About Now, The Motion, Trust Issues, 4PM in Calabasas, um, Club Paradise, Girls Love Beyonce, Can I, Paris Morton Music. Like this album has a lot of songs that while not being a cohesive body of work is some of Drake's best work. So while it could be somewhat of a cheat putting this here because it's not a complete project, I'm still going to put it here because, you know, hearing all these songs together in one project is actually kind of nice. Like, you know, y'all may hate it, but I love it. Like, I love that, you know, we got all these great songs on one project together. Would it have been nice for him to probably like add these to like the albums to which the era of whatever album was coming out? Like, would it have been better for him to add those songs to those albums? Maybe, but I like this for what it is. And care package is a great body of work to me just because it has a lot of songs that I love. So yeah, at number six, we have so far gone. And this is the ranking that I feel like people are going to hate. Actually what's after this, I feel like people is really going to get on me about, but so far gone was basically the Drake mixtape that really put him on the map. You know, he had a lot of great songs on there. And actually my favorite R and B song from Drake is actually on this album. Actually a lot of, my favorite R&B songs from Drake is on this album. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, um, A Night Off, 
a little bit um, sooner than later is probably my favorite R&B song from Drake. I know, very underrated. But, yeah, and even not even counting those songs that I just named, Lust for Life, Successful, November, November 18th, Ignorance Shit. Like, there's so many great songs on this album, and I know I'm saying this a lot about, like, the past few albums. But this just really shows that when Drake really wants to make a great body of work, he really couldn't do it. And at this time, when he was making So Far Gone, he was trying to make a name for himself in the industry. This was before Drake became what we know him to be today. This was back when people kept doubting him and said that he had no room to be in hip-hop because of how soft he portrayed himself but so far gone really was one of those projects where it was like look y'all may not like what i represent but y'all going to acknowledge me and i'm gonna get my foot in the door so far gone is a really great project and honestly it's it's honestly crazy how no matter how far he's going in his career no matter how many great projects and songs that he's made so far gone still stands the test of time at the top of a lot of people's like ranking list so yeah i gotta give so far gone its flowers and would i love to hear that drake come back Yes, I would, but sadly, he is not the same person no more, so all we can do is appreciate this project for what it is. So, so far gone, number six, very deservedly so, and now it's time to piss y'all off, because at number five, I have more life. I know, I know, I know, a lot of people... Like, not that More Life is a hated project, but to put So Far Gone under More Life, why? Especially since this came out in the era when Drake was starting to, like, just phone in the music that he's been dropping. Trust me. Like I said, when Views first came out, it was a very divisive listen for me. And then finding out that he was going to drop another project... I was very like, okay, Drake, please don't be on your view shit. Like, please, please don't be on your view shit. And when this album first came out, or or um what's he what did he call it? Playlist. When this playlist first came out, this honestly took me by surprise. Free smoke, no long talk, passion fruit, Georgia interlude, get it together. Galchester, or however you say it, Portland, Sacrifices, Teenage Fever, KMT, Lose You, Glow, Sense Way Back, Ice Melts, and Do Not Disturb. Did you guys just hear all the bangers that I just named? Yo. Yo. And then all the features basically went in on this album. Quavo, Travis Scott, 20, I mean, 2 Chains. 21 Savage was supposed to be on the album if they added um, Sneakin', which Sneakin' is probably my favorite song from the More Life era. But man, did Drake really do his thing on this album? And it actually gave me a little bit of hope after Views. Like, Views, I was very disappointed in Drake. But this album actually showed me, like, okay, Drake can still do his thing. And I know you guys are probably thinking, when I first heard it, you know... Oh, you probably went in with low expectations and now you just like it because it's at least better than what you expected. For a little bit, I was actually thinking that too. But to this day, I still go back to listen to the 
the playlist <laughs> fuck it it's an album bro like i still go back to listen to the album and i still love a lot of the songs on here especially georgia interlude like that's one that i really love and i do not disturb is like one of my favorite drake songs of all time probably even top five like do not disturb is a great song and just this album is just loaded with a lot of great songs so yeah i know people don't like that i'm putting this over so far gone but more life honestly is one of those albums that showed me even after views drake can still make a great project if he really wants to so yeah definitely more life if you guys don't like more life and this only applies to people that hasn't given it another chance please just give it another chance because it really has you know it really has stand the test of time for me like this really is a great project to me so all right now this is another one actually no this one well my next two might make people mad number four we have take care now take care is undoubtedly a classic like it, when you talk about classic drake projects take care nothing with the same if you're reading this and like so many more are like named but take care is undoubtedly the main album that a lot of people call a classic and it's very understandable take care really is drake probably at one of his most hungriest points in his career this album was like i don't know it was just something special with this album over my dead body shot for me headlines crew love take care marvin's room buried alive underground kings will be fine make me proud i'm about to just read off the whole damn track list and i'm really not trying to dicky but yo this album really was like one of drake's best albums like this is actually a classic and the just like what i said was so far gone the fact that this still stands the test of time and the fact that when he was promoting certified lover boy he was recreating a lot of the covers for you know the promotion of certified lover boy and people was actually the most hyped to see him recreate the take care um cover even when talking about for all the dogs he said he was going to bring back the old drake and with with him saying bringing back the old drake people automatically assume to take care days so take care really is a great project to where to this day people want take care drake back personally me there's other projects of drake that i really rather him go back to but take care is a really great project and i can see why people consider it a classic up to this day and consider it his best body of work arguably one of his best but now it's time for me to piss y'all off one more time because at number three i have thank me later which is a drake project that not a lot of people really not a lot of people really like like that especially over take care tevin why do you like this over take care well to me, it has one of his best intros of his whole discography. You have Fireworks, which is a really great song. Karaoke, The Resistance, Over, Show Me a Good Time, Fancy, Shut It Down is also one of my favorite R&B songs from Drake, especially the second half of Shut It Down. Song is amazing. Unforgettable, Miss Me, CeCe's Interlude, Find Your Love, Thank Me Now is a great outro track. Like, this album, I what I will say is the reason I have this over Take Care is that I just simply go back to this album more than Take Care. And also, 
it just uh, simply a better project to me. A lot of the songs on here, I just love. Like, Find Your Love is a song that I still bang more than a lot of the songs on Take Care. Show Me a Good Time. Like I said, Shut It Down is literally one of my favorite, like, R&B Drake cuts. So, yeah, this, this, uh, this album... It's not that I think Take Care is a worse project. It really is just I go back to this album more and I just simply have more songs that I enjoy more than Take Care. Like, that's just about it. Like, nothing really bad to say about Take Care. It just, thank me later, I just... I just bumped that in the whip more. And that's it. So I hope a lot of people don't hate me for saying that. But yeah, Thank Me Later is my third favorite Drake project. And then at number two, we have Nothing Was The Same. And Nothing Was The Same, basically everything I said about Take Care and more. Nothing Was The Same literally have a lot of my favorite Drake songs of his whole discography. Tuscan Leather is probably the best intro that he's ever made, in my opinion. Furthest Thing, Started From The Bottom, Wu-Tang Forever, Own It, Worst Behavior, From Time. I'm trying not to sit here and read these, like, trackless whole, but he really has made these albums with amazing tracks. Pound Cake is one of the best outros to... Actually, that is probably my favorite outro to all his albums. Wait, hold on. Let me let me make sure that I'm not tripping. Okay, no. It's the second best outro, but it is still a great outro. Um, then you have bonus tracks like Come Through and All Me. So, yeah, this album really is the epitome of Drake at his most hungriest. If you ask me, even though I have an album over this... I feel like the album that's that I have over this is my favorite Drake album, no doubt. But this album definitely shows Drake at his most hungriest. He made some of his best R&B cuts. He definitely made some of his best rapping cuts on this album. And it's crazy. Like, when I said that a lot of people say that Take Care is like the old Drake that people want to come back. Nothing with the same is the Drake that I want to come back. Even though I have another album over this one... This is the Drake that I want to bring back because I like when Drake makes mixtures in his albums where it's like, all right, you get R&B Drake and you get rap Drake. The album that I have over this is strictly just rap Drake, but I love when he does do his blends together. And this album is probably the best blend we ever got of rap and R&B Drake in a consistent, cohesive body of work. So, yeah, nothing was the same. Really great album. And, you know, kind of like what I said earlier, I want nothing with the same Drake back. But sadly, he is just not at that level anymore. He I mean, not at that low of a level anymore. He's he has higher heights in his life now and he doesn't have the same hunger that he did back then. But I feel like this was the album that solidified that Drake is really going nowhere. Like you could arguably say after Take Care, he could have fallen. He could have fallen off. But nothing was the same as the album that I really feel like established Drake as Drake. Like, all right. I'm in the game now. Y'all don't like it, but I'm at the top and y'all ain't getting rid of me. That's what I feel like nothing was the same was. And I mean, other albums you could say for that is views and stuff like that. But for me, it was nothing was the same. And actually, fun fact, a lot of people may not know this, but nothing was the same was actually the album that made me actually start listening to full rap albums. Fun fact. Yes. So 
I know I always say like a lot of my other favorite rappers are like Kendrick and J. Cole and that I go back in time and I listen to like other older rappers and stuff like that. But Nothing Was The Same was actually the first album that I sat down, listened to, and I was like, you know, artists can really make great bodies of works. Before that, I was really only focusing on singles and like certain album cuts. But this was the album that made me say, you know what, let me listen to people's complete body of works. And all I got to say is thank you to Nothing Was The Same and thank you for Drake for opening my eyes to music. And before y'all say anything, I was young. I, I was like obviously around the middle school, high school days. That's when people really start getting into albums and really start getting into music more. Sorry. Like that's around the time. This album came out when I was a freshman in high school. So that really was around the time that I was starting to pay attention to complete body of works. But yeah, Nothing Was The Same goaded album but it's not drake's best and at number one my favorite drake album is if you're reading this is too late which by process of elimination y'all probably already knew that this was going to be my number one look r&b is my favorite genre don't get me wrong i love when drake makes r&b music r&b is my favorite genre but when Drake wants to write and rap, okay, I, okay, I'm not going to say write because we know that Quentin Miller definitely did a lot of work on this album. But when Drake is rapping, he is rapping his ass off. Look, for the longest, I always wanted a complete Drake rap project. And while this album isn't completely Drake rapping, like, there is some R&B songs on here like Jungle and somewhat um what 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 was it wednesday night interlude which features uh party next door like even though those are r&b cuts there is a lot of drake rapping on this album this is the closest we're gonna get to a complete drake rapping album legend energy 10 bands know yourself no telling like when i was listening to this album for the first time y'all should have seen how hype i was and this came out in my sophomore year of high school around the winter time it was honestly the perfect time because we kept getting a lot of days off because of snow days and stuff like that so me and my boys we would always have like this kick group chat and i know i'm really taking some of y'all back man with kick and whatever but we had the kick group chat and i remember when this album first dropped me and the boys was sitting there texting about how crazy this album went and it's honestly hard to believe that drake actually made a project this great in my opinion i mean okay i won't say it's honestly hard to believe but it is one of those albums where it's like yo Drake really did his fucking thing on this. Like, 6 p.m. in New York, You in the Six, Company, Now and Forever. Now and Forever is a very underrated track, in my opinion. The only song I don't like on this album is Six Man, but the highs are so damn high that that one bad song doesn't even feel like... I should lower this album to me. Like this album really is amazing. And it's also one of those albums that stood the test, that stood the test of time. Like even to this day, when me and my friends get together and one of them bumps, one of the songs in the whip, we all get hyped to it. Like this album really is Drake at his best. While I said, this isn't him at his hungriest, this is definitely the quality of Drake that I wish we could still be getting to this day. And I don't know what type of mode he was in when he made this album, but damn, 
damn, he was really in beast mode. And one of the things is, and this is another reason why views was kind of disappointing to me, because I heard that if you're reading this too late was basically throwaways from the view sessions. Like this album was at first supposed to be a lot of songs from views, but then he was like, you know what? Let me make this into its own project. And man, if views sounded like this, views would have been the best album from Drake altogether. But yeah, if you're reading this is too late, really great project. Undoubtedly my favorite project from Drake. I know a lot of people will try to diminish it by saying, oh, well, Quentin Miller wrote a lot of the songs on here. Drake used a ghostwriter on here. Look, I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting here ranking whether Drake did, you know, amazing with writing song lyrics on these albums. I'm talking about complete body of works. And as a complete body of works, this is the Drake album that is essential to me. Like I always say that when we talk about the big three, like Kendrick Cole and Drake, I always say Cole and Kendrick are easily better than Drake. But if Drake made more albums consistently like this and nothing was the same, then yeah, I would say Drake could be tied with them. If he made more albums consistently like these, he could be tied with them, but because he doesn't, He's right behind them. But either way, this is one of those albums where I could say, like, this is better than some of Drake's and I mean, this is better than some of J. Cole's and Kendrick's albums. I can't lie. This is one of those albums that I do think are better. So, yeah, um, that's basically it for my ranking. I hope I didn't piss a lot of y'all off. And I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode. It's a very different episode, especially since I'm not talking about topics. I'm really just, you know, talking about Drake's albums. And if you guys enjoyed my rankings of this, you know, there's other artists that I love that I can do rankings for and stuff like that. Um, if you guys want me to go into specifics with Drake and like talk about my favorite songs from him, some of my worst songs from him, like, you know, just let me know, put it down in the comments. And also I do want to say this. I hate when YouTubers do this, but I'm sadly going to have to be one of those YouTubers guys. A lot of my views come from people that aren't subscribed to me. So it would really help my channel. It would really help my growth outside of my film and gaming stuff. If you guys subscribe to the channel and if you're listening or watching on, you know, podcast streaming services, follow the podcast. Like it definitely helps me in the future. And, you know, I want to do great things for y'all. So if, you know, the more I grow, the more I'm able to do things for y'all in the future. But yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, it was a very different episode. Just something I wanted to put together just because I'm kind of still busy with this film. But at least I could give y'all something to hold y'all over for this week. So yeah, um, with all that being said... Kevin Jameer signing now. Let me know. Let me know some of y'all favorite Drake projects. Put that in the comments. But yeah, now with all that being said, Kevin Jameer signing out. Catch y'all on the next one.